Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you that we are alive because you kept us alive. We bless you and we honor you. Holy Spirit, teach us the way of the Lord. Heal our hearts. Deliver us from evil. Let the presence of the Spirit be in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Be seated in the presence of the Lord. Bible descriptions of backsliding. But one quintessential example in the Bible. Quintessential. You see, you have a phone. It has dictionary, but all you know about that phone is, uh, no, the other one is what? Status. Yes. We need dictionary. Every phone, so I'll be between the check a word. And I say, even Google the word on the phone and you'll get it. Quintessential. It's like somebody's name. Now, um, Luke chapter 15, verse 11, gives us a good description mm, of what backsliding is. Can you see it? He said, a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me and he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted the substance on riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him to, into the fields to feed swine. Mm. And he will fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many high servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. So the quintessential example of a backslider, hey, the boy called the prodigal son in Luke 15. He gives or he shows us what backsliding really is. And what is it? It's living the nice comfort and provision of your father and going out to chase fantasies. Yeah. Why would somebody in their right senses leave all the good provisions in their father's house to go after something that doesn't exist. The reason is the devil. That's a simple reason I can give. And backsliding is plan of the devil that has now succeeded on your life. What the devil has been planning for a long time, I now succeeded backsliding. 
So this man said, Father, my child will be wound. Into the inheritance in her own family, mommy. I know how to manage and mismanage my own life. It was in the drama. Yes. Good. So, they gave him houses. He sold them. Cars, he sold. Bank accounts, he emptied. And he traveled. I'm going to live and enjoy my life. One is looking for independence. It's called premature independence. Who knew baby? I was say we need independence. But um person will be back on us. Into our mama, we are not It's also a devilish way to destroy. And until now, my mind to me at your age. Overpant me in Kawasem at your age. Because one idea is a cake. You have the modern ideas and how to live. I'm sure this is what the boy had on his mind. And then, even this guy cried, he was a little sensible. He gathered some things and went. But usually we'll just leave. And we go. Yeah, and it is painful. I mean, imagine you have a son who says, I want my share. I want my share of your estate now before you die. If you won't die. I was saying in the first service that the, the man showed his will. To the children, so he knew he had something. So he had been waiting all the while for the man, the father to die. In two years, what do you say will be well? Therefore, I'm not going I can manage my life. When you walk out of church, this is exactly what you are doing. Yes. Leaving all the good provisions of God for you. What are the provisions in the church? Provision of what we have. Nice church. Is it not nice church? Yeah. You come nice worship, nice drama, nice dancing, nice singing. And then you are blessed to have somebody like me to preach to you. Have you seen me anywhere else before? There's no other me anywhere. I'm the only one here. <laughs> I take my time and preach and explain the things. And people, look, everywhere, people who don't even know me, they listen to me. They are too, I watch you on television. I watch your program. I listen on radio. And then people I don't know from nowhere. One day I was shocked. I went to the hospital to visit somebody and the nurse wanted that person to come and do whatever, whatever. So he was pleading with the nurse, said, look, my, I have visitors. When they, so I opened my mouth and I said, nurse, he has visitors. So wait when they go, then you can. As soon as I spoke, that girl, the nurse girl said, I know you. <laughs> yeah, I know you. He said, I know your voice. I know you. I said, where do you know me? I've been listening to you on radio. That's all. Do you see? So walking away from a nice thing and going somewhere because you begin to think that there's something better there. In Titsana, Accra, we hear here. Organized the things, moved out. Initially, no Oscar. Unya friends, guys with him, drinking, boozing, clubbing, chilling. The girls everywhere. Then the reality now sets in. Look at what it says. And a mighty famine. 
So every time you think that you are going out there for some enjoyment and so remember that what you are going to meet over there is what? Mighty famine. This is the father's house. The church is the father's house. It's not my house. Yes. But when you walk away from the father's house, this is what you are going to meet. Famine. And then, when all the guys have left you because your money is finished, and the girls don't mind you anymore, you get a pig farmer to employ you. A Jewish boy. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him. So it's not like the guy, of course, I mean, if they, they all knew him in town. How can you go and ask the guy to come and feed your friends say, oh, you Jew. Jews don't, they have nothing to do with pigs. And again, let me advise, when you find yourself in Israel, you go to the restaurant, don't say you are looking for uh, uh, pork chops. They may deport you. Say you are looking for Peter's fish. So this guy has been degraded from as the son of a rich man and has gone below the lowest Jew because the lowest Jew will not take care of pigs. Low. So backsliding takes you lower and lower and lower and lower. Look, what if I drink to Mokakra, find somebody or backslide they are like why even ab are now the boys initial stages of life when the money was there then he said hey since this girl left the church or call into the world it's just the early stages give a little time yes and god has sent me to talk to somebody that once he has planted you in this place, if you unplant yourself and then you go moving in places where you don't have to be, a mighty famine is there waiting for you. If there's a description, I feel that this is a very powerful description. Yes. It's so easy. And listen to me. Why do I say it's the devil? Because only the devil will be angry about your good place where you are. And would make efforts to take you away from that place and make your life uncomfortable somewhere. Are you listening to me? It's the devil who will do that. That's why when we are marrying people, we say that if any man will break up this union, it will be Satan. Therefore, give him no place. Give Satan no place because this marriage is forever. We didn't say your mother-in-law. <laughs> no, we never said your mother-in-law. If any man will destroy a good thing, it's Satan. So whichever form Satan will come, it's still Satan destroying a good thing. Yeah. Your life, you don't know how great blessing has been placed on your life for you to even have the opportunity and the wisdom and the aquenia to sit in the church like this and, I mean, look at these people wearing something that something, they are what? They are what? Airport start. Which airport is here that you have starts off? It's just well, find yourself in the church and do something in the church. It's a blessing. That's all. Young men, look at this man. You are what? Asha. Sorry, what's Nice suit. Nice bow tie. Wow. Look at it. I mean, where else will he do this? Especially girls, you know. Nice mind. 
do you see? Church. Oh, I am a nice man. Yeah. And they're nice like this. Church never all nice like that. Church, we learn how to dress, how to present ourselves, how to talk. Ubi owa ashe sibi enya sorry ne ashe nanka umo taida. Me. I said, mine. Yeah, mine. There are church people that, girls, I've talked to them about their hair. Yes. They know, do your hair. They don't know, the way you present it always like this, it's not good. Yes, I said, mine. I said, mine. In church, in church, only in church. I'm telling you. So anyone who will tell you that they don't like you, you are this, the place is this, so go away and go your somewhere. It must be Satan. Give him no place. Give him no place. Yeah. What else? What do you want? And it's our prayer for everybody. Everybody will do, everybody will marry. Every girl will be married. Every boy will be properly married. Then your life will be great. You'll build your own house and live in your own house and drive your cars in your house and do well and be happy. That's all. If you don't like, you can go for Impreco. Go and feed Proto. And then now you are so hungry that you are fighting with the proto over the food that they eat. Yes. It's not like you want to chew their meat. What gives the meat of the proto? You want to eat that raw material. And so very proto. So hungry that even the pigs look good to him. Food that is given to the pigs look good. So don't backslide. Knock somebody on the side of the head and say, don't backslide. Because you are going for great danger. So, we said that the description of backsliding is exchanging fountains for broken systems. Is that not so? You have nice, good water that God is giving you to drink. And he said, I want to go for a well that is broken with dirty water and I want to drink it. Number two is becoming a degenerate wild vine. That means you were planted as a good plant, but this time, wild, you are not producing what you have to produce. You remember a scripture that we read over there, for the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it and bringeth forth herbs meat for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. When you stay on course, you always receive blessing from God. Wow. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. That means now one trumpet be or do or planting were to bring forth the right fruit. The end of you is that you are going to be burned. The, the branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it. John 5. But the branch that bears not fruit. He does what? Cuts it and it is cast into the fire. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. But this not now, you are clean. Verse 7, verse 8, verse 9. 
verse 10 is there. Okay, by inside. Go and read it for yourself. 15. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Ah, this chapter 5. Ah, which chapter 5 is that? 15, what? 5, verse 5. They say verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. That is, bring it for the. You can do it. No. 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. Yeah, that's the verse. And it's with it. And men <laughs> gather them and cast them into the fire. And they use them to boil kink it. Yeah. Becoming a wild camel. You remember we talked about that. You remember the, the dromedary, the swift camel moving all along. You become like a wild ass. Do you see? Jeremiah 2.24 says that wild ass used to the wilderness. That snuffeth up the wind at her pleasure in her occasion who can turn her away. Right? There are other descriptions of that. But today I want to mention three things which are a description, descriptions of a backslidden person. The next point is a lady who forgets her ornaments. A backslider is what? Like a lady dressed up but forgotten to put on her earrings. You have forgotten to put on your necklace. Is it if you say what dress? You are going for an important person, an important assignment. What dress? Very nice. You do what you say. Oh, mirefi manchewa. Oh, mirefi necklace. Oh, mirefi bangles. So a backslider is like somebody who thinks that they have dressed up for an important occasion. Then when you get to the occasion or the important place, you see that the important things you must put on your body, you didn't put on. That's how a backslider is like. Many women are attracted, are attached to their earrings, necklaces, makeup. So women will never appear in public without adorning themselves with these accessories. Unfortunately, many just, uh, women substitute outer beauty for the inner beauty. That's a problem, but... Hmm. And so can they have no time to pray or read their Bibles, but they spend a lot of time putting on all sorts of ornaments every day. I must say, I've rarely, rarely seen a lady who is not attached to her trinket. God compares the backslidden person to a young lady who has forgotten to beautify herself with her numerous dresses, shoes, necklaces, earrings, mascara, and the rest. How unusual. Is it unusual? It's very unusual. Look at all the ladies here. They don't, is it the guys who may not understand? They just go and bath and wear and then you run out. No, this one, they, after bathing, they sit down. <laughs> then they are now putting this upon this and upon that and upon that and upon that. It's a project. It's a complete. So if you are going out with them and the time is 10 o'clock, you have to give them 9 o'clock. Because they need time to put this on this, on this, on this, on this, on this before they move. Sometimes even dress to wear, they'll wear this. Then no, they'll put it down. Then they'll go and take this. Then they're ironing this one. But is it not the one you want to wear? But mm, that one, there's something, something. So even how to choose one is a problem. How to choose what to wear, footwear. But for us, usually you have one shoe. Is that not so? 
Who need problem? <laughs> we are no fashion. What I'm wearing. This is what I've been wearing to church for the past whatever. Oh, crap. I don't even think about it. Last week, we didn't say it. Last week, we didn't say it. And I am current shoe that I wear. So that's what I wear. When there's something wrong with it, then I'll find another one. So if a woman would forget, she thinks she's well dressed. Oh, I don't she thought she was wearing shoes like that. Would look so different and even stupid. That's a backslider. You have forgotten to put on your ornament. So backsliding is a serious thing. Then we describe backsliding. It's not just like now you are in town doing battle. You can be sitting in the church right now, but you are backsliding. Pastors can backslide. They will still be called reverend or bishop because the things that they believed and they used to do, no, now they don't do anymore. Like, Bibia, now you were on fire. So your fire is gone down. We evangelism, follow up. This organizing, preaching, quiet time, reading Bible, reading book, and then this time, your friend of backsliding. Hey, backsliding. Very good. Uh huh. So, if you are a Christian on fire, and today you say you are an old, I mean, they, some of you see, you hear this kind of statement. Somebody will tell, I like your Christianity. Careful. Because you see, you understand the ways, you understand the people, and the way you see other Christians, even when they see you, the way they will behave is as if you are a sinner or something. But you, you understand us. I mean, you flow with us, and um, you don't indulge too much. <laughs> so I understand. I like your Christianity, Obua, or Dadao. They shouldn't like it. You must be on fire for God. Anything that is not a, a, a gold or silver cannot be comfortable around you. Because the fire will burn it. Your fire should burn people. Next one. A bride who forgets her wedding gown. Jeremiah 2, 32. Can a maid forget her ornament or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. So when you forget God and you forget the things of God and you are not following God the way you, you have to follow or you used to follow, you are described as your wedding day and you dress up, and you are going for your wedding, and then you forgot that you have a wedding gown to wear. You didn't wear it. You didn't put the crown and the veil, and you appear. Then somebody will meet you and say, is it not your wedding day? Yeah, it's my wedding day. Is it not time for the wedding? The way you are dressed, that's not how to dress for wedding. Oh, I didn't wear my shoes. Oh, my white dress. I didn't have it. I don't have the veil. Oh, what did I do? That's a backslider. That's a backslider. We refused. How are our dressing now? They are quite aware they know. It's a spiritual state. And it's a very bad state for everybody. Many brides are in love with their wedding gowns. Hmm. Will be Susunu Bears and ninety nine times before the wedding day. Before the wedding day, they hang them in their wardrobes, ensure that they don't get stained. Often the gown is prepared in advance for the great day, and some gowns cost more than a year's salary. And they buy it, which is also senseless. Yes. 
or somebody I know after her wedding, I don't know, I didn't know in my room. What's the use of something that you can wear for only one day? Ours is not like that. And the guys, don't go and buy some colorful suit that you can wear. After the wedding, what's the use of that? Get one that you will use for your life. My, my wedding suit. I mean... I use it. Uh, even the tie. Oh, a few years back, last year, two years ago, I found it. Yes, and I put it on again. Why not? It's useful. <laughs> Guys, are you with me? I'm preaching about backsliding, but Yes. What a blue black suit. Um, black. Um, dark gray. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or even light gray can also be used. Something you can use, but not something that they have made for you. They have put white here, and this is another. Then they are, this, then a tailcoat. Leave that for the girls. Do you wear your wedding suit? Yes. Do you wear your wedding gown? No, that's how they are owned this. <laughs> so let's leave it for them. Hmm. People think we are not serious. Eh? God is saying that when you go away from Christ, you are like a bride who forgot to wear her wedding gown on her wedding day. I think if this were ever to happen, it will enter the Guinness Book of Records. If anyone reading this has ever heard of a bride going for her wedding, forgetting to put on her wedding gown, please write to me immediately. This is why God is horrified when Christians forget their God and backslide. It is simply implausible, inconceivable, and beyond belief. The Bible maintains that a bride cannot be divorced from her wedding dress. No. And that is why God was horrified when you first showed signs of backsliding. So a bride forgetting her wedding gown. Does it happen now? But we are able to make backslide because God sees, God is comparing the two. And this other one doesn't happen. But this other one of we walking away from him, that one is happening. Once I met somebody who was backsliding. And as you try to talk to him, even the scriptures, because they knew all the things. When you say this, then he knows something. Sometimes, onukra no be complete verse na Because onim, all the things. As you are doing, you know what it is. May God deliver you. Then, the other one, which is the last one I'm giving you, eating your own vomit. Who has vomited before? You have vomited. Who, after vomiting, no shade na na eye wakono? Look at how they are making their faces at me. Eye wakono. So you wanted to, oh, you wanted to put it in the microwave and heat it a little so that. But a backslider is described as one that has gone back to eat their own vomit. It sounds terrible, 
Because, yes, about 2 a.m., I mean, I was on this thing, and even as I was meditating on the thing, I started feeling bad, as, as if I was sick. Then I realized that it is the meditation, like to vomit. <coughs> then when you look at it, ah, this is nice. <laughs> Some watcher you ate in the morning, or especially yesterday's fufu that didn't digest. That's what backsliding is. I'm not telling stories. It's what is in the Bible. Look at the verse. Proverbs 26, verse 11. As a dog returneth to his vomit, so a fool returneth to his folly. Are you there? So, dogs, yes, dogs, they do. You might have seen one. So, this is how you are, how God sees you in the spirit when you backslide. Yes. When you don't love God the way you love God, when you don't do the things you used to do, you are singing in the choir, now you are sitting at the back of the church, it's backsliding. You are singing in the church. Now you are following some boys somewhere and you are having sex by heart and doing abortions. And when you look at your life and compare, say, how did I get here? They were preaching it. Maybe you didn't hear. That's how you got there. And listen, Satan is after you. First, he doesn't want you to be born again. When you are born again, his project is that this person should fall. That's why even... Some people will say it when they get born again, their friends give them, I'm giving him two weeks, he'll come back to us. Yeah, the old friends, two weeks, he'll come back. And they are waiting for you to fall back. This is devil driven. Because the devil is always looking for you to fall. And don't ever think that it's for some people and it's not for you. Yeah. Sometimes it happens in a very subtle way, as if you are around, as if you are not around. But gradually, when you are a Christian, he said, like newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow. Every Christian must grow. You must be growing. You must be going up. You must be doing better. You must be praying better. You must be understanding the Bible better. You must be loving church better. But if at a certain point, it's like you are losing the joy of the fellowship, the joy of the church, and the joy of staying in the church, the joy of singing, the joy of dancing in the church, and whatever, it means you are going down. Satan is gradually taking you away. And he does it with a lot of wisdom. So you may not even know that you are going back. But when you go back, you are like a person who vomited and went around like this and came and looked at the vomit and said that this thing, it feels good. So you collect it in the plate and put it in the microwave. Then you heat it small. And you sit down and take your fork and your knife and then you do well. Then the, 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 the pudding about it, you know, I say soup, now I go fast food, now they have sister anum, kama. That's what you are. That's what a backslider is. May this never happen to you. May this never happen to you. In the name of Jesus, when Satan wants you to fall and become useless, God is there to lift you up and make you stand strong in Jesus' name. Ask the, the guy that we read about, prodigal son, no. 
If you see that you have gone back, by the grace of God, you are sitting and you are hearing this. He said he came to himself and he reasoned and said that, ah, why am I here suffering? My father's house, I remember, there are people over there, they are called servants. They were brought in to serve and to work. And even they who are not children, they eat, ah, they are not able to finish the food. They have excess. And I'm here struggling with pigs. I will go back. May somebody receive the humility and the wisdom to go back to God and say that, Lord, I know I've fallen from my estate and where I used to be and how I loved you. Please restore the joy of serving you. Just like the prodigal son. You, you haven't gone too far. You can come back. Are you with me? Are you there? You have not gone too far. You can come back. There are some people who have gone very far. Somebody called me and he said, look, this person, he says he doesn't believe the Bible anymore. So I'm coming with him to see you. I said, okay, come. But as he came and sat there and I asked him questions and he started talking, I knew that this, and yet this five minutes, I yet he had me as a son dream. Wako far. He's quoting things that he has read outside the Bible and that his sources are older than the Bible. So then it tells him that that one is a truth and is uh, more authentic than the Bible and everything. And I've not read those sources. I've read the Bible. And the Bible I'm quoting to you is what you have discounted and said that other writings are more powerful. So if I quote the less powerful, how will it change you? But you haven't gone that far. Have you gone that far? You need to stir yourself up again and let the fire for God come back to you again. Get on fire. Be burning. When you are not on fire, people feel comfortable around you. Unbelievers are okay with you. They flow with you. They eat with you. When you are on fire, the way you talk and the way you do it, they can't stand it. Either they change and follow what you believe, or they cannot work with you anymore. But if they are so okay with you, lunchtime you are the one they are calling to go and eat with. Your fire is gone, that's why. You don't understand, eh? Hey, your fire is gone. That's why everybody is just okay with you. Let me give you two scriptures and we go. Luke 9, 62. Luke 9, 62. Put it here. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Have you put your hand to the plow? The plow for the kingdom, serving God and following God. If you have put your hand to it, the Bible says that if you now begin to look back, that means you are turning back. You are not fit for the kingdom. When you hold a plow, just keep plowing forward. Just keep moving forward. I'm plowing. I'm plowing. I'm not looking at what others are doing behind. What they say they are enjoying behind. And they will call it enjoyment. But it's rather the distraction of your life. When you go and you drink, you are destroying your body. But they will say they are enjoying. You go and smoke this thing. Whoosh, whoosh. Very soon your mind will go off. Oh, true. And if you do it from the church... That one, the madness is faster. Oh, true. Those who do it, I mean, maybe they know how to. But you, we an innocent person from the church, and I initiate you into a bit faulty, Mrs.
That's why even me cannot. Hebrews ten thirty nine. But we are not of them who drop back into perdition. No. Start from thirty eight. Read thirty eight. I like thirty eight. Wow. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. He doesn't want to see you. If we take those of our brothers who, have, who are, were pastors with us and they went out making a lot of noise in the media and things like that and they say they are doing church, only talking and things, you ask yourself, so where is the church? Because some of them, when they were here, they were bishops or churches. Then you give yes, yes, yes. You still can't see what has happened. That's what Satan wants to do to you. So he said, my soul will have no pleasure on the backslider. May you not be the one that, you see, what God is saying is that I am not interested in this person anymore. I'm not interested in that one anymore. I'm not interested in that one anymore. Why? Because it's a backslider. Another point that is there, it says says that they are like a married woman who is doing the halotry. That's backsliding. Wa wale. But, wa kudim eman fufrechi. Then verse 39 but we are not of them who drop back onto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. May you believe to the end so that your soul will be saved. He said that there shall be persecution and a lot of people will backslide. But those who shall endure to the end, they shall be saved. You are one of the people who endure to the end. You are one of the people who hold on to the faith to the end. You are one of the people who not give up on your faith. You continue. You fight on. You stay on fire. You be a basenta leader, center leader, pastor, working for God. You will never be a backsliding pastor. You work for God with joy. And the fire will keep burning until the end. Not for some time, but to the end. Next year by this time, you should be in church serving God. Two years by this time, you should be here serving the Lord. Five years by this time, you should still be around. Oh, yes. Just after the service, I was asking somebody about somebody who used to be here. And I knew her. So where is this person? Then she said, oh. She's there. She really wants to come to church again. So why is she not coming? She said, oh, we're back. And she said, back. So it doesn't matter. You should come. So the person was in church around nice. Oko out, no. That is what she has gone to get. Yes. And yes, she was wale. Wako ye born one. And I'm born two, I don't know, or born four, my name. Out there, that's what is waiting for you. Yes. But we are not of them who draw back onto distraction. Perdition is distraction. But we are of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Your soul will be saved at the end. You'll be in heaven at the end. You will make it at the end. You will enter triumphantly into heaven at the end. The people who thought you were wasting your time, when they see you, say, Hey, son, and we didn't know and we didn't follow. You are the one. You are never turning back to go and follow that which is evil. Arise.
beautiful. Close your eyes. You are here and you are not born again. Or, some time ago you received Christ, but now you have gone far away from him. I'm praying a special prayer for you today that you'll get back where you were and you find yourself planted where you are supposed to be planted. Pastor, pray for me. I need Jesus. I need my name to be written in the book of life. I need an assurance in my heart that I belong to God. That's what I need. If you are like that, lift up your right hand. You need this prayer. You need to be born again. Lift up your right hand. Your right hand up high. God bless you. I'm praying this special prayer for you right here. Your hand is lifted up. Come to me in the front here. Yes, come here. I'm praying this special prayer. Yes, my brother. Come. Yes, my sister in the white. Young girl, I can see you. Come. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. I know that God is calling some special people today. God is calling some special. Hey, Yedin. Special people today. Special people today. I'm doing something good out of your life. This life will amount to something on this earth. It is not a life in vain. It's a life that is amounting to something. Your life will be of meaning. Thank you. Say this prayer with me. Lift up your two hands as you pray. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I am a sinner. But I don't want to go to hell. Please forgive me my sins. Wash me with the blood. Write my name in the book of life. From today, I will serve Jesus. I will follow Jesus. Betrama kumemu na sakrame na hume mobo na tru midin e won kwa humenim efineko me sum yesu min sign me chida fa moja no hofromu na yemini pafufro medawasi se wa jimi amen God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry, singing holy. Yeah.